0: While Beauty Lab & Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions.
1: Hi, welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind the scenes podcast from Beauty Lab & Laser. Um, We try to give you the not so ugly side of the beauty business and always keep it real. All the best, no BS. I'm Heather, one of the um, owners, and I'm joined with.
2: I'm Dre. I'm also here.
1: <laughs> and one of the owners. And one
2: of the owners.
1: And we are only the two only owners. We so are I'm one, and she is one. Together,
2: we are, are Drether. You're supposed to say it together. <laughs> Sorry. Together,
1: we are, are, are Drether. Wait, do you I'm, say we are? I'm being like Joey, like, and mouthing the word you're supposed to say, okay? <laughs> Um, luckily, it's not just me and Dre today. Not just we are joined by a very, very special guest. Um, she is a super successful female entrepreneur, um, a community leader, a local philanthropist, um, a cultural influencer, and an all-around superstar. Um, as you know, Beauty Lab's motto is "All I ever wanted is everything," and our guest today is literally everything everything she is everything she is everything you've ever dreamed as a young girl (laughs) of hoping or desiring but you know not believing it was possible and um so without any further ado I'm gonna introduce Jen Shaw
0: hi ladies I'm so happy to be here today and that was a amazing uh, introduction. I don't know if I, I can live up to that, but I'm going to try. You, oh, you do just by existing. Yeah, just so. by breathing in our <laughs>
1: presence. We're going to be a little giddy and a little silly and nervous um, today. That's just the influence Jen has because as down to earth and open and warm as she is, she's just intimidating because she, you can tell she's a woman to be reckoned with. Um, and that is on all levels, physical beauty, intellect, wit, humor, Mm -hmm. style, grace, and all around affability. She is a superstar. So we're going to let Jen, we're going to ask Jen a few questions to let her kind of introduce herself and her background, and you'll be, um, hopefully you'll be as inspired and entertained by her um, story as we are. So, Jen...
2: So today we kind of want to talk about women in business and the invisible barrier to entry and just how like Heather and I are obviously uh, female entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and especially coming from like um, a more patriarchal culture here in Utah, we have ourselves like found ourselves coming up against different barriers time and time again and we look to you and think oh my gosh like how has Jen done it all? And that was really why we wanted you to come on this particular podcast. We um, just admire you so much. So um, just in a nutshell, tell us about your business. Like, what do you do? What is your career? What, you know, absolutely. what do you do?
0: So in a nutshell, my business is, it encompasses direct response marketing. So direct response marketing, people ask, okay, what is that? Any way you acquire a customer in any type of medium or vertical, which means infomercial, online, print, which is magazine, direct mail, any type of um, uh, medium that you can acquire a customer is basically direct response media, where you get a response from a customer and and you can acquire that customer, um, you know, to buy, opt in, etc. So that's basically what my business is in a nutshell. Uh, Right now, I would say 90% of my business is online. Um, online customer acquisition because online is so huge right now and you can really hit the masses through online, online marketing. So do you have a specific client
2: that like, that is kind of your niche or is it just anything like anybody who is looking to um,
0: generate a lead? Like, is that? Yeah. So that's a great question. So, um, and you said like the, the magic word lead and, and really that is, you know, a customer acquiring a customer or a lead. And a lot of times, you know, we're, um, the, the vernacular in our industry is lead generation. So we will generate leads or customers for whatever your business is. So let's say beauty lab you're looking for women between the ages of 25 and 45 right That's your demographic that want to improve their looks that are interested in being beautiful that are want to know what the next new best you know uh, beauty improvement you know uh, item is you would come to me and we would we specialize in buying that particular media for your demographic and then we'll come up we'll work with you on you know maybe some marketing you've already done what's worked what hasn't worked and then we'll come up with a marketing campaign and we'll target the demographic and we will acquire those customers to bring in additional customers that fit your target customer demographic. Awesome.
1: Um, so how did you get started in this? I mean, did, when you were a little girl, did you dream of being a direct response a marketer?
0: Girl, <laughs> when I was a little girl, I thought I was going to be like, um, on the news. I wanted to be a newscaster. And then my that. dreams were shattered <laughs> because I had to put my husband through law school. So that went away. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, no, I just, uh, in, in college, after, after college, you know, I, I went to college for um, communication and then business administration. I was always also fascinated with the business side of things, like the numbers side, you know, how things worked, the Making money, money, the revenue side of it. Yeah. Um, and so marketing was a good, uh, you know, aggregate for both of those worlds to come together because I could, it was the creative side, but then it was also the money and the numbers side and bringing those together and figuring out how to... Have that you know creativity, but then how are we going to monetize this and and make money? So you know, with these customers yeah. and put together a monetization for these customers that that fits where everybody wins and we can make money.
1: Oh, I mean, people,
0: I think they don't understand that like the value of one customer name is so powerful, right? Totally. When, when yes, you know absolutely. one customer name and you know what their demographic and their buying behaviors are, it's so powerful. Like. For anyone that has my name, they're making millions of dollars, right? Yeah. Uh, every
1: lead generated every day. If you market every me any SEO, type of, you yeah. tell
0: me there's any new beauty product, I'm buying it, I'm in. Yeah.
1: Whoever has your name every yeah, exactly. time that they ding you. Exactly. And send you that targeted Instagram ad. Right. That They really, these, um, this direct response marketing, I, it absolutely works. Like I have a trigger response. I have bought things because they have read my mind and soul and seen my buying patterns. And they know exactly when my period is coming and I'm going to be PMSing and on the computer with a blanket and a credit card. And they have it timed to the point where I will like actually think about something and then it will show up I know. When I have time to buy and it. And like
2: I always say, Siri's listening, but it's
0: actually Jen Shaw.
1: But yes, yeah, Siri like it's, is. It's <laughs> Siri Shaw. It's Jen Shaw that is listening. <laughs> it's Jen
0: Shaw <laughs> or Stuart, my assistant. One, one, of, one, the, of, the, okay. one of the two right. of you. Right. Oh so, gosh. is
1: there any. What is the best part of your job and what's the worst part?
0: Oh, the best part of my job is meeting so many different people and so many different um, business verticals. You know, like I'll meet, you know, uh, CNN you know, anchors that are, that have a, um, financial product that they're, they're like the financial experts on CNN, right? Sure. Where they're giving expert advice and they've got books and I'm meeting with them and and figuring out, okay, this is your content and curriculum. How can I take this and expand and take it to the masses? Or I'm meeting with, you know, somebody that has a, a lip product and, you know, and they want to come out and, and, and figure out how they can market their, their new lip line product. Um, there's just, I think that's the most rewarding and best part of my job is just the vast majority and, um, of people that I get to meet in in all different verticals and and niches. And
1: different areas. Do you feel like you, because you are launching their product or their service or their, um, wares, do you feel like you get to be kind of a mini entrepreneur with each endeavor?
0: Absolutely. So I love that because I am very entrepreneurial. So it's fascinating to me because I can apply the basics of, just you know, business and, and launching a new product or bit or a business, right? You have your key performance indicators for any business that you can apply that across the board, right? But being able to like to learn the intricacies of like, you know, a specific product and yeah. niche, to me that's fascinating and it's and I'm always learning something new. And so I love that part about my about my job. The part that is not so glamorous would be i deal with media buyers all across the world so i'm up at 2 a.m 3 a.m 4 a.m 5 a.m because i'm dealing with hong kong right and so you have to media work moves so fast yeah you know it doesn't sleep right people are clicking on the internet at all times of the day and media buyers they're gonna go with whoever is available who's gonna pay whatever price or bid for that media buy. So I know if I have a client that's looking for a specific like let's say for example Beauty Lab, if you guys mm-hmm. were looking for some you know specific media buy and the media buyer that held that traffic was in Hong Kong, I I have to deal with them here Hong Kong or whatever. I have yeah. no choice, right? Because I have to get that traffic. I can't sleep and wake up the next day. It's going to be gone. It'll be gone. So that's probably the hardest, most difficult part of my job. That's not as glamorous. Is I'm up at all hours of the night, and a lot of the programmers we deal with a lot of algorithms, you know, um, for direct response marketing algorithms on programming on who bought when, what are they looking at, serving them the ads, the ad platform servers, and those are a lot of those are based international. And um, in the you know Ukraine or wherever, and a lot of the programmers are there. So I'm dealing with them at all hours of the night. So that would be the part that is not so awesome because I get very little sleep. Basically. Very little sleep. Oh, I would not be able to deal with that. Yeah,
1: I go to bed at night. <laughs> so you started your business here in Utah, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, how many years have you been doing it?
0: I've been doing this about eight I've been in this industry 18 years
1: 18 years so what was the landscape like for a young beautiful uber feminine you know because I think these are factors yeah, that's why I list them absolutely. uber sexy i mean
0: that's a great she's
1: like a brunette jessica rabbit but more petite <laughs> um but no. what were those some 18 years ago what did that look like as a sexy female launching a business you know, it's, in tech no less it,
0: All of those things you just said, and then add on to it another layer of, we're in Utah, and the dominant, you know, culture here is, you know, very, in business, the religion is Mormon, and a lot of men in business don't recognize females because that's not necessarily, that hasn't been their place, right? Right. it was very, very hard and difficult because they, they look at you at first and they're like, oh, wow, you're pretty. And then you start talking in a conf- in a meeting, in a conference room. They're like, oh, wow, she actually knows what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's smart, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, so then that's like, oh, wow, okay, she actually is smart. I've, I've had to work 10 times as harder as my male counterparts, always. That's just what it is. That's what the landscape was. And that's just, those were the cards that were dealt and that's just what I had to do. I would I would go home at night and, like, in tears to my husband, like, oh, my gosh, you know, crying to him, saying, I I did X, Y, and Z. I'm working so hard, and, you know, and I have to do, you know, they're still not recognizing me. And he kept saying, telling me, you know, baby, just keep working, keep working. I promise you your hard work will be recognized. So that's really what I had to do and just realize that this is just the landscape that I live in. And you know what? I'm sure there's other people that have dealt with worse than me, so I'm just going to have to continue fighting and and just working hard. And that's really, that's what I did. I was, I would go to work. We would have presentations for the board members that would come in from Chicago because we were heavy in um, infomercials back then. Yeah, And we did like the Carlton sheets, no money down, real estate infomercials. So I would come in.
1: Did you dance the Carlton?
0: I, I, danced with I, mean, I, I pulled out all the stops. Basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're a marketer. So you know, what I pulled,
0: so hmm. I would go in at like 2am. I had a little, my, my oldest was like, you know, he was young at that, that time I would bring him in. I'd be like, okay. Cause I, we had to do what we had to do. That yeah. was like yeah. our motto, right? Like our family. My husband was in law school. I was working. I had we had this little boy, and I was like, "Look, this is what we have to do. We got to deal. You're coming in. Mommy has to prepare. I got to (laughs) be bulletproof tomorrow in the conference room." And that's just what we had to do. Yeah. And we would come. We I would come in, and I would just prepare and be. I knew I had to be so like twenty times, twenty steps ahead of everybody else, just because in order for them to listen to me, because I'm a female, I'm a minority. I'm not, you know, of the same religion, the dominant religion here. And so I knew that I needed to work that much harder, you know.
1: To have have credibility. Right, to
0: have credibility. And, you know, once I worked really hard and it paid off, and then now, you know, I've established myself after so many years in the industry that, you know, okay, Jen Shaw's the go-to person. I don't, I'm not dealing with those barriers now, but that's because I put in years and years and years of dealing with that and just perseverance and hard work. But... I have a motto that, you know, nobody will, nobody will outwork me. There's always going to be somebody smarter than you. Bill Gates, you know, Zuckerberg, yeah, whoever. Somebody. There's always somebody going to be smarter than you. But my motto is nobody will outwork me. You won't outwork me. I,
1: I love that. I love that. And, and I love, love that. I keep thinking, like, instead of making excuses, you just took action.
0: And that's what I had to do. And and I think, you know, I have to credit that to my husband because, you know, he's African-American. He's from South Central. He's not, you know, he's obviously had to deal with some adversity. He's, you know, he's been very successful and made a name for himself as well. And that's basically what, you know, he really taught me was like, hey, these are the cards you're dealt, so deal with it. And you better hustle. Yeah. And that's all you have to do. You can either sit here and cry and get nothing done, or you can hustle and make it happen. And so that's just what I had to do. No matter how long it took and how much I wanted to scream, kick, cry, and say, this is not fair, it's not fair, it's not fair, but you know what? Just, we just had to get it done. Yeah. Wow. So Mm -hmm.
1: is negotiation a big part of your business? I mean, is that essential? And this is something that we've discussed as female entrepreneurs and business owners that... um, we find ourselves in when we're in tight negotiations, generally taking the nice road, the safe road. The like mm-hmm. we know he doesn't want to do that, so we're not going to ask him. We we don't bend over. No. But as soon as he as soon as he generally or anyone is negotiating something with us and they are just reasonably fair, we're feeling empathy for them because they're not going to have you know what I mean. Then we we I tend, tend to see our female qualities really not hurt us but affect the choices we make in business not only because of the way they treat us but their expectations of us and those fears of like being abrasive and shrill and demanding and all these things and have you noticed like when you're negotiating in utah versus when you're negotiating in new york is there a difference and is that something that you sense as well absolutely
0: so i do i do all the negotiations um all the contract negotiations, any type of media buy, any of that stuff, I'm doing all the negotiations. So there is definitely um, a difference from negotiating here versus East Coast. East Coast, they don't give a damn. It is like, it's... Cut and dry, black and white, they don't care, they're not trying, you know... And you
1: just offer, counter-offer, offer, counter-offer, right. and,
0: and when, how,
1: when do you know when to give in, just like when they...
0: So, I think what we always go into the negotiation with, okay, here's here's our best case scenario, worst case, here's where we want to be, right? Here's our walk away. If it comes to this point, we're, the di- we're not doing the deal. Okay. Because there's there's a point where every deal, no matter how amazing it is, oh, it's, we're going to Google, Facebook, whatever. It's like, if we don't make money, <laughs> this is not a good deal. And it's not a good deal, yeah, right? right? So, you know, all the, all the, you know, everything else aside with, with like, no matter how amazing the, the brand or whatever seems, it's like, we have to keep in line and in mind that, okay, this is our walkaway point, And this is where we like below this, we, we have to walk away. It just doesn't work. I feel like though um, there's always a way to negotiate and make it work at some level. You have to get very creative sometimes, but I think that's where my kind of where my expertise has come in where I've always had um, oversight with, with the negotiation that, hey, if, if it doesn't end here, let's leave some room open so we can get creative to to make something happen.
1: It's awesome. Where do you see yourself um, in five years?
0: Um, basically, like, taking over the world. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Take us <laughs> with Thank you,
0: please. Take us you. Take you guys with me. There's just, I feel like there's so much opportunity out there. Everything, um, you know, and I, I really want to be a voice for women to let them know that you can do this um, no matter, you know, what oppositions you feel that are against you or you know who what voice what what people in your life are telling you you can't do this or your place is not to be in the business world you can you know do anything you set your mind to it just takes you know commitment hard work dedication so Jen you I mean you know our business
2: Beauty Lab mm-hmm. we I feel like Beauty Lab is in a unique position because we are medical but we're also beauty so we kind of like hover between those two you know kind of a very male dominated Uh medical industry but then also the beauty industry which is predominantly I mean it's for women mostly I mean we have a lot of male clients too but um I feel like just especially recently I have found myself connecting and like relating a lot to more of like salon owners and like you know, girls that do mm-hmm. nails and are running like their, their hustles, you know, right, right. Um, but yet we are also kind of in this male dominated medical. And so it's a really, really unique position. I feel, um, what would your advice be to us as, you know, maybe women that are coming together with other, uh, female business owners, like what what right. would your advice think, be to us?
0: I think that you guys have such a unique position and actually an advantage over other people in the industry where it's male dominant because m- me myself I'm telling you I'd I'm a beauty lover, and I come here because, <laughs> because No, I mean I, I come here because it's the best place. It's the best of the best, and that's what I do. I want the best of the best. I want to look my best, feel my best. I want the best options. I want the best lips. I want you know what I mean? Yes. I don't want to mess around. I am not going anywhere Just where there's any bullshit. This
2: woman is head to toe to Gucci
0: at all times. Like so
1: Gucci. <laughs> giant, giant, giant compliment. Yeah. You no, know,
0: like that's why I. I want the best, period. I am not messing around. I am not trying to like, oh, let me see if they inject what? N- n- hell no, hell no. That's not happening. That it, I'm not testing on this face right here. Okay, so that's why I come here. And when there's something that's that's that good, I think it's you know, for me to put my name on it and to be passionate about it, it's got to be top of the line, primo. And I think you guys have. Uh, you know, an advantage against uh, uh, other people in the industry that are just male dominant, like, you know, medical type labs. Yeah. Because you are females. Oh, you know what looks good. You know what females want. You know, like, what the lips should look like. You know, sure. like, all these little intricacies that men just don't know.
1: Yeah, and, we're and our
0: target demographic.
1: Yeah, we are oh, yeah. Our exact target demographic, and we also understand that beauty is uniquely defined by the individual and how easy it is to be shamed by a man just because we're programmed to have to sit in the chair and have a six-year-old who, you know, right has seven other people right waiting in line after and tell me. Nope, your lips are too big, or nope, you don't need it, or you need a chin, or whatever he's going to say to me, and not have it be my version of what beautiful is, or to shame me for wanting it. Exactly. And so that's that's a huge part of why we love um, what we do, because we want to put the power to be whatever you want to be back in the hands of the people, and not in the syringes of the people with medical degrees, because right. doesn't enable them to define how we want to look. Right. You know? And you
0: got, and you know exactly what the female wants, right? You are you know we're roughly around the same age demographic yeah. so you you are the demographic of, of females that are coming yeah. in here and that's why i love it cuz i can i can come in here and say okay look i want my butt to be lifted I want (laughs) you know what I mean and not feel like if I go to some sterile medical place where it's 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 you know a A guy in a white coat a guy in a white coat running it I'm going to be a little bit apprehensive to ask you know oh I mean like I want the Brazilian booty lift and he's like what is that
1: you know what I mean he doesn't
0: really quite know but you guys know because the the theme you get it yeah. yeah, you know,
1: and it's also—I mean—do you ever feel stigmatized because you are so beautiful? And there's—and there's some sort of shaming for wanting more, for wanting everything, for you know, like if you were to go you to him what? and he'd say, say "Look at you, you're absolutely gorgeous. You do not need a butt lift. Why, sir? Are you telling me what I, I need? Do,
0: yeah, you know, for what? one second, great, that's a great point because I do—I feel like that is the case where they're like, you don't need anything else. But when I come here. And there's, and there's females running the business and they understand. They're like, no, you know, it's Get not. Get all you know, the things. I don't, feel,
2: I don't feel like,
0: you know, I don't feel shamed to, to ask. I, I actually feel more empowered to be very open and, and ask about it. Like, hey, what? can you do anything right here? What about this cellulite? Or, hey, I got stretch marks. I'm not afraid. Like, honestly, I don't want to go show this man I don't know my stretch marks we've all had kids right so So i'm like hey i got stretch marks can you can i can you fix this yeah it's just it's more comfortable and that's why i feel like you guys really have um an advantage you know with that being female business owners in that target demographic so you can really optimize so kind of like don't see it as a barrier but
1: see it as your step up In a community. That's a perfect transition for, we have a little segment we do on our podcast every week called Just the Tip. And it's either, it's just a tip that we're giving all of our listeners. Um, And our tip today is to not be afraid to talk openly with your friends about self improvement and to remove those stigmatized, you know, ideas that Mm -hmm. like you're vain or you're criticizing someone. If you say, Oh no, 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 no. You need to get your lips done. Like, let's be honest,
0: we all didn't just wake up like this. Yeah, (laughs) but there is sometimes,
1: there is, that's our tip is to like, if you open the conversation and you take the first step to reveal your own injections or to talk openly about your injections or to talk about your favorite med spa to follow on Instagram and to have it not even be about injections, just to openly approach your friends about self-improvement and to flip the narrative from being... Oh, I'm natural, and God loves me more. That's why I don't age. Too, we're all in this together, and we all know that our parents can affect our ability to mother, to be businesswomen, to be kind, to right. you know, to function, and as. You know, and that it's there's nothing wrong with wanting to look amazing.
2: Well, and it's self improvement all the way around. Like, I even it seems like there used to be such a taboo about like therapy. Yeah. You know, you only go to therapy if you're if you have problems, if you're crazy. Guess what? Everyone should be in therapy.
1: Oftentimes, um, it's the people closest to us that are either like, we just can't be, a, we can't be honest with them about it. So how, what is the way to talk openly with your friends about injection? Because you've been
0: so great with this. Yeah, this like, is like
1: know, Jen Shaw's shining moment. Because, you know,
0: because people come to me and I feel like I could be like, oh, I just woke up like this, I'm Beyonce. <laughs>
1: They'd you know, believe you. Who actually really does wake <laughs> up like that, I'm, like, yeah, I'm convinced, convinced. I'm convinced And She's pretty boring. convinced Jen Shaw does too. We'll, <laughs> let her, we'll let her humble but, herself. But you know, I
0: honestly, I feel like, I'm like, you know what? no, it's such a disclaimer and, and a fraud to, to, for people to think, oh, I just woke up like this. And it's, and I feel like I would want to know like, where are you? Oh my God, you look great. Where are you getting that done? Yeah, And I would want to know that. And so that's why I, I feel like, you know, I'm very open about what, I do yeah, because I want to try to you know stimulate the conversation and let people know like if I'm talking about it, it's okay. Yeah, it's
1: cool. So mm-hmm. what you've really, really impressed us with is your ability to bring your friends in here and put them in the chair and explain that they, you've convinced them that they need a jawline or a chin or a nose contour or Botox or a lip plump. And there's a lot of friendships that couldn't sustain that. Yeah. And so. we're also curious what kind of <laughs> language you're using. Like, how does Jen Shah Noticed that her friend's life could be improved <laughs> by injections and approach that and maintain the friendship?
0: Well, I think, you know, uh, so I've had, you know, like you've mentioned, I've had some friends that are like, I, I'll say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to beauty lab today. I have an appointment. You want to come with me? And they're like, yeah, I'll come with you. And then they'll see me getting whatever done. And then, you know, it starts the narrative and then they're, and then they're like, wait, you can like lift your jawline and you can do you can straighten your nose, you can turn your nose up. I can get a nose job without getting surgery. <laughs> surgery. 15 minutes, yeah. You know, and all these things. And then, you know, like my friend Michelle that was here with me a couple weeks ago, I'm like, yeah, sit down in the chair. Let's, let's, like, Reagan, what do you think she should do? And she's like, oh, I can tighten this and just do some injections. And she was like, I mean, the before and afters were incredible. Yeah, she, she looks had so this stunning. chiseled jawline. And then she got pissed at me. She was like, why didn't you tell me that I had a, <laughs> that I looked like this before? That and, my
1: face was melting right? into my neck. Yeah. And it's like
0: it, and it's not that I even noticed that it was like that. But it's like once you are here, she told me she's like I had no idea that these options were even available. She was like completely like amazed. She did, she's like and and she's you know pretty. Up, up to date. Yeah, she's getting her yeah. nails done. She's getting her hair yeah, done. She's, she's vacationing. Right. She gets she's, botox. Yeah, she
1: knows the routine. Yeah, but there's, she knows
0: the routine. And she was just like, I had no idea. She's like, I was. I've been I'm living under a rock for however long. She's like, I had no idea. She's like, yeah. I'm now. I'm. Woke. And it's
1: a game yeah. changer. It's a game. It's changer. It's a total
0: game changer. I mean, her jawline, and it's it's small little things where, you know. It makes you feel better as a woman. Yeah. Right? Where you're like, wow, I I noticed it. I feel better. You look better. People don't necessarily know what you did, but they're like, wow, you look great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's the tip. You don't have to shout it from the rooftops, but talk openly with your friends about what you're getting. It's... It creates opportunity for both of you to pick up on, you know, tips and tricks. We're all in this together. We're all in
2: this together. And don't you guys think, though, too, that there's, like, such a vibe out there that, like, it is getting harder and harder for women to, like, live up to, you know, like, what people look like on Instagram. Expectations. Yeah, the filter. Snapchat filters. And I think that us being real about, like... Oh, this is Botox. Oh, this is um, some, right. like, a cheekbone pop. Yeah, oh, this, this is a is, vampire. This is yeah. a lot of hard work at the gym and some cool sculpting. It makes it okay, and I think that it, I, I honestly think that that is what will help us all be able to feel better, is to know that, like, yeah, there are a few, there are the Beyonce's out there. Yeah. That are born. It's the gen
1: of the world.
2: Perfectly, <laughs> yes. But, you know, we can, it's okay, like, we all have a little help.
1: Yeah. Right. And it's it's (laughs) much more no like we don't shame someone for developing and cultivating a fashion sense and style and seeking out the best products and brands like that's their way of self-expression but we somehow stigmatize like if you're seeking out the latest injections and whatever you know and defining beauty in that way right you see it's just right it's weird what what we consider appropriate and what we consider off limits for conversation I feel like
0: there needs to be a shift in you know america looks at, at as health as like We should all be healthy, right? Yes. It's okay to be healthy. You should be healthy. You should eat right. You should be you should should work out. You should exercise. You should present yourself in a healthy way. Well, guess what? This is what I'm doing with my face and my body. I'm preserving myself. (laughs) I'm being healthy. I'm keeping my skin healthy. I mean, getting Botox and injections, that's that all I'm doing is is preserving, you know. Wrinkles totally yeah. all these other things. It's, it's in
1: a medically right. proven, clinically studied way. So
0: it's 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 a health. It's as it opposed to, to like whale semen it. or right. something
1: that's like somehow that's like absolutely normal. But you're you're crazy if you want to get your lips done. You're right. crazy. But here's a jar of whale semen that'll erase your wrinkles. You know.
0: <laughs> well, like they say, don't smoke, right? So that yeah. you don't get cancer. Well, I'm going to get Botox because it's preventative, so, don't so age. I don't yeah. age and get deep wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. totally. And get depressed and And
1: be a mean mom and And be and and be mean to your husband. You know, like I am mean when I feel ugly. I am.
0: I am too.
1: I am so mean. If I look, if I see a glance of myself, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just (laughs) crestfallen. So rather than black out all my mirrors, I'd rather just invest in a little self improvement. So that is our just the tips. And now we got to roll through to our two beauty labber questions. Dre, what were our...
2: so the two questions that we have gotten a very often quite recently number one is why can't i be tan when i get lasered and this is just really simple Um, the laser looks for pigment Um, it's going to destroy the hair follicle by targeting the pigment that is in the hair follicle if you have pale white skin and dark hair and then you get tan um the laser is not going to be able to tell the difference between the pigment in your follicle and the pigment in your skin and it will pull pigment from your skin and that's when you burn also um, when you have a tan, it's indicative of sun exposure. When you are in the sun, those UV rays damage the skin and, um, it leaves your skin vulnerable to burning. So those are the two reasons we so just we're not can't trying to, do it. We're not trying to be jerks. Yeah. Or, or buzz punish.
1: kill your summer. Like yes. <laughs> you will burn and a burn is never cute. And a burn it's hurts if you can't put on a bikini with burned inner thighs and go to the beach and be in the sun. Yeah. So just trust us. Pause your laser for the summer. Yes. Believe me, it it pains us more than it pains you. Yeah, we're losing the money. We wanna we wanna burn you and take your money. That's our plan. But we are obligated.
2: Yes, we do not want to burn you. So just trust us. You don't. You keep doing your your underarms. Keep doing the parts of your body that do not. Keep see doing
1: somewhere. your labies. Yeah,
2: your <laughs> is just. Your fine. labies love laser,
1: <laughs> unless your labies have been in the sun. Yes, which I mean, Hopefully not. in that case, get you a labiaplasty.
2: This is sun damage. It's just <laughs> rough stuff.
1: It's just. So our <clears throat> other question that we've gotten a lot. Um, and recently which we at first kind of thought this was a cheeky thing and a compliment well, I took it as a compliment and I would just say oh but as we've, we've gotten it so consistent yeah. and it
2: is about our staff do you only hire beautiful people to work for you
1: and i mean if you've seen in, our instagram in a short answer yes in a word yes so well, moving our, on to our next question <laughs> beauty lab Bash. We,
2: <laughs> our our staff is so amazing they are all beautiful inside and out and like i i'm not sure how really to answer that question because i think they're all beautiful but that's my i mean that's my version of beautiful and we all have different versions of beautiful
1: yeah and and they're all very very unique and beautiful in their own way
0: and i think it's a testament to beauty lab and the products right because yeah The the glow up
1: is real. The glow up is real. Look, look at some of the paparazzi shots of our staff before the lab. We call it um, beauty labbers before the lab, and we're starting kind of a hashtag, viral hashtag thing with it because even, even I, the most beautiful beauty lover of all, this is Heather speaking. I went back to um, when I was thirty pounds thinner, much tanner, you know, better hair and 10 years ago young, and all of the things should make me be so much hotter before the lab, and I have the Kermit the frog lips. And it's so, and I'm smiling, and I thought, am I being funny? Am I doing like the Jim Carrey fire marshal bill, like tucking my lip up or something? And I to look back, and that is with, you know, I've gained weight, and I have gotten old, and my hair is not as lush, but my face is better. <laughs> And that is that feels good because so often we feel terrible about the aging process yes. and how it affects us. So before the lab is real.
2: yes but also, yes, our staff is very beautiful. Do you know what they also are super confident, super mm-hmm. confident. Very like I was like oh,
1: it's shoot, it's there. actually a word we made up. It's the super it's com- com- confident. confident, and it's kind confident. of a hard soft p, like German, like mein Kampf, and it's confident. They're
2: confident, and, and, confident. and it's our mixture. Yeah, and it's a snippet, it, if you will. They're all kind. They're all very altruistic. They are all passionate, and so like I don't really appreciate people calling us out
1: on hiring beautiful people because
2: they are all very amazing um very talented there's
1: no reason that beauty has to preclude talented
2: I just definitely want to hit home on the fact that that is it's interesting to me that people think that that's maybe why someone got the job right and what does that say about society and everyone else because in my mind our Mm -hmm. people got the job because
1: they were How the they best because they candidate. were
2: qualified because they performed great in the interviews because we connected with them because we f- we felt
1: it and so yeah. and we have never considered <clears throat> that um, if we felt all those things and then that person had a severe like disfigurement or was not beautiful by a lot of societal standards i think we would still absolutely hire them i think we would be blinded to any of that 100% yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I just thought of this. This is kind of a benefit to being a female-owned business. Because if we were two crotchy old men and we had all this hot young staff, like they're like 18 to 25, very, very uh-huh. cute. They get to yeah. wear stretchy pants and tanks, you know, and yeah. crop tops. Like we wouldn't be able to have that latitude to let these girls be exactly who they are and be as beautiful as they are. People would right. stigmatize this as like you know, lurpy, creepy old men. That's true.
2: So this is a hidden
1: benefit of being a female in business. Also, Jen Shaw has only male assistants. So I think that's (laughs) another benefit of her being a female in business.
0: If I can just say, being a consumer and a customer of Beauty Lab, I don't want to go somewhere where people look crazy and are ugly. I want to go somewhere <laughs> yeah. where I want to look like them. Well, this is what we're selling. It's true. It's true. It well, no, is true. I'm, I'm telling Tis you, true. I,
1: beauty sells. Yeah.
0: that's. What, I come in here and I'm like, oh, wow, your skin's so beautiful. What What are, what are you, you using? Do? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what are you using? What do you do?
1: And a lot yeah. of beauty is just your presentation and your ability to like embrace who you are and project it in the best possible Absolutely. way. And so, yeah, you want to walk into a beauty lab and see beautiful people. You don't want to see cookie cutters. You want to see everyone expressing yeah. their and beauty independently. And I feel like our staff
2: is all very unique. They, There is not a one. Yeah, there's no one. Somewhere. No one gets
1: mixed up, no. you know, except for you and Whitney. The Whitney's like 22. Miss America? Yeah. yeah.
0: She gets confused for Miss America. Well, she gets yeah. confused
1: yeah. for Miss America. It happens? Yeah.
2: Natalie Portman. She's <laughs> like, oh, it's the mall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, so those are the two questions. And now let's move on to the Beauty
1: Lab Bash. Well, my bash is quite obviously the Dominican Republic. (laughs) What is up with the Dominican Republic? Today I saw in the New York Post that a truckload of Oklahoma senior trippers had come down with nausea, chills, vomiting, hospitalized. Like, I think that the last count, it was like 11 in the hospital on IVs because something had gone wrong at the Hard Rock Cafe, Punta Cana. This is (laughs) like this.
2: Stop it. Stop, Stop
1: all media buys for yeah. the Dominican Republic. Jen Shaw, make it happen.
0: You need to just okay, I need shut that shit down. Need to shut We're dashing. We have and then had. Like, there's been how many deaths?
1: So, oh. Like so many. So like nine they're, or 10. And they're all weird. Like that couple uh, careened off of a cliff in the night, never made it to the airport. Yikes. That woman was disfiguredly beat by a man in a hotel uniform, and the hotel is. Backing the man in the uniform. Stop. That couple died, remember? And then a worker died. Like, that man got in a well, fist fight. Well, then the guy
0: on, on the news this week. His mother, his mother passed away. I don't know. In
1: the Dominican Republic. Yeah. There is a funeral parlor a attack, in the Dominican but... Republic. Oh, yeah. There's all these, like, weird heart attacks. Right. And the New York Post, in the article about the sick children, referenced, you know, multiple deaths, beatings, uh, other food poisoning attempts. Travel agents with Dominican Republic brochures. Put Stop them it. in a drawer. I promise you that third world Central American country is not going to change in the next five years. They'll still be good. Let's figure out what's going on with the Dominican Republic. And you are our beauty lab bash. Yes.
2: Go to Hawaii. Go to, yes. there. It's, They're nicer. There.
1: Aloha from Genja. Okay. Okay.
2: Now our beauty labber of the week. This was like a, just a very obvious choice for us.
1: Obvi, obvi, obvi. And some congrats obbyers. are in order. So our, our you guys know our girl Celeste Wolf Graham, also Files known by as Les. yeah Files by Les. She is a female beast. She is an entrepreneur. She is gorgeous boss and babe. boss babe. That has had kind of checked all the boxes. Fashion line designer has launched multiple businesses. Send us some
2: gold elite, Just- yeah. Send it
1: to us. Send us some Gold Elite. <laughs> and this is not a sponsored, but we love Files by Less Nail Files polish, Les. all colors, yeah. really. Nudes preferred. We and um, <laughs> 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 um, But yeah, she created her own nail line. She has these um, really successful nail designers that work under her. And she is awesome. Also launched Gold Elite. And now she's adding another thing to her resume. Does anyone want to guess what it is? I
2: know
1: what it is. What is it? She's going to be a mama. She's going to be oh. a mama. Uh, Celeste and Farrow um, are pregnant. I love saying when the man is pregnant. I think it's so cute. We're so happy for you. Yeah. And she's having a baby boy. And uh, the Farrow Brown is a football player for the Cleveland Browns. Um, they hired him because he had the same last name. They just couldn't get over the coincidence. So it <laughs> was just too perfect. Yeah, it was just too perfect. So it's, it's just, like just too perfect. And yeah, like a- and like we don't have to change anything. Like, we're not even gonna put your name on it because it's on the front. It's awesome. We're saving so much money on final lettering. You have no idea. <laughs> the obvious choice. Yeah, and Pharaoh Brown for the Browns. So Celeste and Pharaoh, you are our beauty labber of the week. Congrats to you. Congratulations. And to the new little baby yes. on the way. You're gonna well, hate your life. Call us.
2: <laughs> we got you. We got you. Well, thank you, Jen, so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you for having you. me. Just it's so fun. We've gleaned so much. I feel like I've learned so much. Oh, yeah. I love you. No, thank you. I love you guys. You're awesome. So, um, and everyone. To Jen Shaw. To Jen Shaw. Thank Cheers. you all for listening. Um, stay tuned for next week's amazing podcast.
1: TBA. Yeah, send in your questions. We love your questions. Send in the ones that are preferably complimentary about me and just like how much you love the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Constant feedback. (laughs) feedback Yeah, constant positive feedback and or questions for Dre. How about that?
2: Just remember that the lab loves you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Right?
1: Yep. Okay. Life is short. short. By By the the lips. lips.